I don't bother looking at that stuff. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> she said I could give, I wake up. She said I could give a rat's ass. I'm I'm a simple, I'm a simple guy. I wake up, I probably don't eat breakfast. I probably have one cup of coffee and I don't eat until about noon. We're or lucky if she washes her face. We're lucky if she washes her face. We're lucky if she I don't wash my face. Okay, no, I do take a shower in the morning. And you wash your face in the shower. Well, I did. Your face gets wet. Addie, what do you mean, Addie, I have... Addie? If if she wasn't like surrounded by women all the time, would use a four in one for sure. Oh. listeners i'm rachel and i'm Addie, and you are listening to the getting off topic podcast time for two 20-something best friends to share memories hot takes and possibly advice if they are able each episode is filled to the brim with laughter love and mentions of alejandro by lady gaga so we are very excited to have you join us and today we have our very first guest on the second episode of the Getting Off Topic podcast, Got for Short. So we've got our first guest with us today. Oh we are joined God. by none other than the the treasure that we gassed up for a minute straight in our first episode, Miss Cynthia Miller. Cue the clapping. Round of applause. Round of applause. Thank you. Thank you. Absolutely. I heard the gas up in the first episode and I was like this is incredible and I felt like I was a part of it I was like I need to join absolutely everyone is welcome everyone's comments are welcome okay well so I figured that we could just start off by talking a little bit about how we know Cynthia so just like Addie and I met in Washington DC doing an internship program we also met Cynthia at that same internship program so Addie and Cynthia were actually biffles before I became part of the trio, and they live together, and I will let Cynthia give her little her little spiel about herself before we get started. Yeah, Addie and I were roomies, and then she, like, moved out because she thought she was had COVID, and I was like, I don't know. Well, on Thanksgiving, I really did. I thought I had COVID. Yeah. The tests were negative. Look, I'm not going to argue with science and health, but... But you were still convinced. I was I was, I was, was sick. I was very sick, yeah. I will say. Uh, yeah, so I went to UVM. I was a political science major, hence the DC connection there. Um, I'm currently living in Madison, Wisconsin, um, doing nothing related to political science. So putting that degree to use... Um, Sorry. Really, really doing the most out here. Absolutely. Um, you know. <laughs> Living life. Living life. She's saying, hey, I you know what? Live. At least you're employed. Live. Yeah. Well, how many political science majors actually use their degree? Like, I want the stats on that. Not many. Like, I obviously, like, I went to, I went to school for political science, too. And, like, I know people who work in, like, you know, all sorts of random fields. Like I know people who work in higher ed. I know people who work in, you know, all these different, you know, all these different industries. And I'm like, how did anything that you learn, like how did a, like a class on constitutional law get you there? I have no idea. So, you know. I can't answer that. 
also cannot answer. I would probably be the worst person to answer that question. So of course. <laughs> But Sorry, yes, everyone. An IT babe living in Madison, Wisconsin. What more could you want? Um, what What's your star sign? Codes. Oh, um, I'm a Pisces, and I've been told it makes a lot of sense from those who know me. See, again, Addie and I don't know don't know nothing. I don't really know. Well, okay, I'm not. I'm not mentioning my ex again. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. Second episode not, in a row. Second I'm not. I'm just not doing row. that. Can we get a tally going? Yeah, take a <sighs> shot every time Addie mentions an ex. Well, either of us does. Okay, just just you can say stuff, Cynthia. <laughs> I, just go for it. I'm gonna save my comments. What What are your comments? I want to hear them. Well, I just don't know know much about astrology other than my own sign. Yeah, but Pisces to expand on like what? Oh, that makes a lot of sense. What that means. Uh, has never been explained to me, but then I just added some of my friends here on CoStar because I'm apparently using that again. And we are the most compatible people ever. Like, literally everything Ooh. lines up. Um, me, Kat, and Aaliyah, like, all three of us were all, like, boom, boom, boom. That's, I remember using CoStar a lot in high school, and that was, like, the be-all, end-all. Like, your, your compatibility on CoStar was, like, everybody took that to the grave. They were, like, if you're not, if we're not compatible, like I don't, I'm not into him because we're not compatible on CoStar. And I was like, huh? <laughs> huh? It's such a pop out. But like, no, it really is. I like their like daily affirmation notifications, which is why I had it in high school, and then I like okay. kind of used it in college, and now we're back apparently. But I have beef with the daily affirmations because sometimes they're so stupid. Like yeah. sometimes they're just like you can't control things, and I'm like, duh. Yeah. Like, huh? How is that an affirmation? Oh. It's not. It's just something I, that I clearly yeah. know. I don't bother looking at that stuff. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> she said I could. Like, I wake up. She said I could give a rat's ass. I'm I'm a simple I'm a simple guy. I wake up. I probably don't eat breakfast. I probably have one cup of coffee, and I don't eat until about noon. We're or lucky if she washes. Water. We're lucky sink. if she washes her face. <laughs> We're lucky if she I don't wash my face. Okay, no, I do take a shower in the morning. And you wash your face in the shower. Well, I did. Your face gets wet. Addie, what do you mean? Addie, I have... Addie, if if she wasn't like surrounded by women all the time, would use a four in one for sure. Oh. <laughs> literally, I'm gonna leave. I literally was like, How do I exit this <laughs> this podcast right now? <sighs> I'm literally gagged. Yeah. Well, I had well, to convince her to buy Sarah V because I was like what kind of skin do you have and she's like i don't know normal and i was like huh <laughs> what do you mean i agree with that i don't know wait cynthia don't you use like a two-in-one or something um no i i swear you told me in dc you said i you i swear i'm not trying to no, cop I you out canteen shampoo and garnier conditioner okay well and sometimes, I mean, if I'm feeling a little like I need some self confidence, I use my John Frieda blonde shampoo. I floss my teeth. I use toothpaste, <laughs> like everyone else, and mouthwash. I I think I have good hygiene. That's literally so thank dental you. hygiene. Well, people don't brush their teeth. Like people will go days without brushing their teeth. Yeah. People don't floss daily. I do. 
I do as well. Never been me. Okay, well. You have that on me. I'm. I only started to floss daily when I bought the little, the little pick versions. You know what I'm talking about? Like the little, yes. the little ones. Because then I could just easily dispose of it. And that's not very eco-friendly of me, so I never like to admit it. And here I am admitting it on a podcast. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know my work history. Yeah. So I don't. Cynthia knows. She can. She always commented on that. I just thought it was funny. <laughs> I was like a walking. What's it called? Is it? It's a paradox. Yeah. Walking works, works wa- for environmental justice companies. Does not right. help works. recycle. Oh, I don't recycle. Um, I also could actually care less about saving the planet. Well, no, I think, I think we should. <laughs> I'm done. I'm not gonna. I'm, no one's gonna watch Here's this podcast. Here's the sound of you though. digging the grave. I hope um, Mr. Robert part. doesn't watch this. Yeah, my old boss. I think you're safe. I think you are. I think safe. I'm safe. I don't think he's gonna be watching this. I think you are safe as well. Unless they Google fine. your name, huh? Is this going to be attached to it? No, I don't think so. Okay. And we're putting social security numbers, too, actually. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be Bring embedded in the video. Yeah, just like the Supreme Court justices. Have you seen those? Oh, Everybody's been posting yeah, their, like, credit card information. Wow. Yeah, isn't that bonkers? I, I thought that was protected. I have no clue. How, I think how that are they people, actually? I think that it's credit card number. I think that it's just people hacking. Like if I'm being yeah. like if 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 you know if I was gonna, it's not like public information. It's just like you, you know a matter of hacking. It's pretty pretty easy. Yeah, and even people do it all the time. It, you just forget to encrypt it. Yeah, this is coming from me working in IT. Like they just click yeah. a button to encrypt it. I'm like, how do we know that's safe? Yeah, exactly. Um. But yeah, the, and also their home addresses getting leaked as well. That happened um, in Minneapolis after the George Floyd thing. Like, my neighbor was a police officer in the third precinct, and my mom was like, I was out of town at the time, but my mom made my siblings go stay at my dad's house because the, like, address was leaked, and, like, we wow. went houses down, and she was like, no, no. Like, stay away from there. Wow. Yeah. So That's... needless to say, they moved. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> wow. Um, that was terrible. Speaking of moving and speaking of bad things happening, um, when, like, what, what was your experience like in D.C., Cynthia? And what is, like, a highlight, if you have any, whether it be, like, a social highlight or, like, a work highlight? Because... Um, I know you were working for, for a nonprofit of some type. Right. So currently, where I stand, for those listening, I have moved five times in the last, like, 16 months. So that's kind of where we're coming from. One was, two were home, two were to school, one was to D.C., one was to Madison. So, like, we're all over the place. Um, but, like, we just hit three months here in Madison, like, I am so, like, needing to move right now. Like, I need to do things and, like, put my energy somewhere. So it's, like, weird not having to do that. Um, But at the same time, I feel like a lot of my energy in D.C. was, like, oh, like, I'm new to this place. I need to do everything, and I need to, like, 
form those relationships, which is also like very hard for me. Like I don't trust people easily. Um, mm-hmm. So like me and Addie hitting it off, like the first day after our parents left, I was like, thank God. Like, <clears throat> yeah. Because roommates yeah. really set you really up good. for like yeah. your whole experience. Like absolutely terrifying and also like yeah it just goes it's like a weird kind of domino effect I guess um so like that was fun I remember the first day in DC like my mom had left like she had gone to the airport and I was like Addie we need to figure out the metro because I have to metro to work like that is my thing we go to the Noma station. Literally, first people I see, they go, Is that Cynthia? My mom's I best remember friend this. from home yeah. because her daughter I remember like that. three blocks away from the station the other way. And I was like, This is too weird. But they were moving their daughter yeah. up to DC. Wow. And I was like, Hey guys. Um, which is like funny and kind of the serendipity of the whole city thing. Like, Things just kind of fell into place. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. It did really fast, in my opinion. Yeah, like we were only almost there three months. Almost, yeah. al- almost alarmingly fast. Actually, I was very scared to, you know, because I lived on campus up at up at Saint A's, but and then I moved home. But mm-hmm. I, I'd never moved to like a city, city like alone with not knowing anyone. Oh my god! But everyone just, it was like the immediate clicks, you know. Remember, which made everything so much better. I remember worse. being so scared right. to go because I was the same way. I had lived on campus. I had lived in an off-campus apartment, but I had never been more than two hours away from my family, from my parents, you know? So coming down to DC, even with the knowledge that my dad was going to be coming down occasionally for work, I was absolutely terrified and I bawled my eyes out. Like I will admit that I cried like a little baby because I was so I was so afraid of the unknown. And I think that's like a large part of it is you kind of have to conquer that because like now coming back to DC, I was a lot less scared because I knew what to expect and I knew what I was kind of getting myself into and I knew restaurants and I knew where I could go if I wanted, you know, to have like find like a cute little bookstore or something like that. But now I think it's just the fear of like what's to come instead of like not knowing an area and the fear of the unknown in that regard but like the fear of the unknown and like what's gonna happen like who's gonna join like because you know it's an ever-changing I feel like it changes on the weekly who's coming down here and who's you know in a different geographical location so right I remember I cried I cried because I was like I just think that it was so overwhelming and it was just there was just so many emotions and I think that that roller coaster of emotions lasted throughout my entire three month months in DC. That's so interesting. Cause like I went away for school. I was like, eh, it's a new city, like whatever. Like Yeah. I had wanted like I had planned for this for like three years. I thought it wasn't gonna happen. It like kind of fell into place. I was like, yes, yes, we're making this happen. And I was like I kind of took the like whatever happens happens approach. Like Mm-hmm. it's gonna be like either a shitty three months and I just get through it or like we're gonna make the best of it um, and like I was like we did shit every weekend like oh yeah like 
like I made a couple things like three or four times like what business did I have doing that like I just still didn't see everything and I was like yeah I hit this twice and like yeah did this and like saw this exhibit twice like why yeah I think that there's like that that urgency to like see everything and do everything and I remember there was like I remember we had one weekend where we like didn't have anything planned and I was like what is this? Like, we can just go walk around and like explore. And like, we don't need, we don't have a reservation to go somewhere, but I am like such the mom friend that like, when we did have a reservation, I was like, okay, everybody up snacks, packed, sunscreen on water bottles filled up. Like I was like, come on, we got to be the Metro by this time to get, you know, to leave the station by this time to get there by this time to, you know? And I was like, Oh, got some lunch spots already picked out. Like I was the mom friend. Of, and anybody, anybody, I think from TWC could like vouch for that. Like, yeah. you need a snack, I got you. You need a shoulder to cry on, I got you. You need someone to call their mom. Rachel's got you. Yeah. Yeah. Within seconds. Within seconds. Um, so yeah. So um, what what do you miss about DC the most? I don't. So it's funny because here in Madison, I like live in the suburbs, if you would, even though I'm like within city limits, people like come over and they're like, this is the suburbs. And part of me likes that. Like, I like the ability to have my car and like just like drive. But in DC, I liked being able to walk to the grocery store. Like the proximity yeah. was amazing. And like, it's still close. Like it's a mile away to Target. Like that's not far. But I still drive every time. Like, no way I'm going to walk that. Like, I don't know. It was just, like, a mindset of kind of the independence, the not tied down to, like, one mode of transportation. Like, the reliance on public transit. Also, I'm a train person. Um, I think that comes from my, like, wannabe in Europe all the time complex, <laughs> I guess. Um but, like, the Metro, even though it was broken, like, Chef's Kiss, like, that was amazing. Like, consistent, knew what to expect, could get you pretty much anywhere, and then you could, like, still walk. Like, it might be a two-mile walk, but, like, that's better than seven. Yeah. I mean, the I would say, I would argue, the only part of D.C. that's, like, inherently inaccessible from the Metro is Georgetown. Georgetown. Yeah. Like, that's the only thing that I can think of off the top of my head where it's like, okay, well, you have to get off the metro and, like, still walk a bit. Right. And, and there's, know. like, the little bits um, between the green and the red line and then, like, north. Oh, and, like, north, north D.C. Yeah. But, like, I don't know what's up there, so it didn't affect me. That's where the dragons live. That's where the dragons live is up there. You're right. There's a castle up there. Mm-hmm. It's where the aliens are, like, yep. the whole thing. Yep. I mean, it's kind of just, like, you know, Chevy Chase and stuff like that. It's all kind of just, like, on the out- the outskirted neighborhoods. I think that's just kind of all the... It's a lot of green up there, actually. Because that's up by, like, um, Catholic-ish, kind of. Yeah. Yeah. Catherine, uh, is that in... Uh, no, not Cathed- Cathedral Heights. That's uh, a different part, right? Yeah, that's, that's kind of near... That's kind of near Admo, yeah. right? Yes. It's northwest. Yes, because the sunrise. Yes. You have to get off at like Cleveland Heights, that sort of edge, mm-hmm. and then fall. 
and then you know the walk yourself you get anywhere yeah um yeah I'm very excited that my new apartment is right off of the Virginia Square metro like Addie and I walked it and I think it's maybe like a three minute walk to the metro maybe go hunt her down that area that area is wonderful mm-hmm. I gotta tell you I could if I I mean I was leaving that day but if I had a chance to stay longer I would have mm-hmm. in that area I loved it yeah it was Addie's great like I'm moving was- back I think about it almost every day. I, I'm, it sounds pathetic, but I was telling my coworkers today, and we had we have like four hours where we just sit and do nothing. And I was like, yeah, you know, I probably won't be here next year. Like, you know, I'm probably not even gonna be in the area. Like, I want to go back to. I want to go to Georgetown, like all this stuff. And they're like, just do it. Like, why not? I'm like, I think about it every day. You're young. Honestly, I spend I spend more time thinking about it than doing things here in the present. Like whether that's work or school i think about dc like it's, it sounds pathetic but it's true yeah so if that says anything about me wanting to move back i don't know what does i think it's just like you know kind of like cynthia was talking about like oh i moved for school like oh you know so moving was kind of like a numb a numbness to me so i think that like for us it's like we never had that we never moved away for school like you know so this new like this new big city with all these different things bigger than winchin bigger than hopkinton it's just like so new and so fresh that like you know it's we're compelled we're driven towards it and cynthia will just Mm -hmm. visit all the time yeah yeah you know it's not even like the city i think it from well i mean the city also plays a role but the independence i realized that i thrive what I have distance from my parents. I mean, I love them to death, but, um, you know, I think at a certain age, you know, right now, like my mom was telling me to get out of the house this morning. Like you're running late. You know, I'm like, I, I'm, I have enough time. I know when I need to leave. I know how much time I need for myself and I know when I'm going to get to work, but having that in my ear, like I could have, I mean, my, my work was remote in DC, but for example, like I didn't have someone in my ear. You need to leave at this time. Like you have five minutes. There's no countdown. Like, having that peace and quiet and that independence just it does wonders for me it does wonders and I would love to get that back yeah yeah especially when like you know you have your own place and you know you're in a new city and you have a big girl job like I'm I'm slowly like morphing into that too and like obviously like I still talk with my parents almost on the daily so um just to keep them updated um but you know having that distance is nice having that and having that, you know, we talked about this last episode, but distance makes the heart grow fonder. Like, you kind of will appreciate all those little things once you get some distance yeah. in there. Yeah. When I was home, I don't really call my mom um, often, only for things that, like, I need to, like, get an answer from. Sounds bad. But when I was in D.C., I would call her just to tell her about my day. Yeah. And I realized I never did that when I'm here. I don't know if it's because, you know, I come home to my parents and I can talk about it, but I realized that the distance makes me almost want to be a part of their like lives a little bit more which is nice that's a nice feeling I think it was a win-win I think it was um a time to you know realize that I'm growing up and I can handle things on my own and also a time where you know I maybe become closer to my parents even though I'm farther away geographically I feel like I felt like I was close to them during that time so yeah it's all good yeah yeah Cynthia, I know you're still kind of close to home, but I know that some of your siblings are kind of spread across the, the East Coast. Yeah, they did a flop. Um, have I 
told you this, Jackson moved down to North Carolina, and then like a month later, Allison moved to North Carolina. And really? I didn't know that Allison was there. I knew that your brother was there, but... Yeah, they, they swapped. Allison moved like a month ago. She moved right after graduation. She moved as I was graduating, essentially. Oh, wow. And Wow. So we were all on the East Coast for like a day, which was kind of funny. Um, and she started work yesterday. I don't know. I'll have to make it out to North Carolina at some point. I haven't really been. I've just been in the sense I've driven from Florida to Vermont and back like so I've seen it driven through yeah I've seen it I've stopped at cookout like the basics I want to go to cookout so bad there's one in Frederick and I'm like itching to get up there it's I'm so excited um, you can get chicken nuggets with a side of chicken tenders or like the vice versa like it's very iconic also, their ice cream's, like, very good. See, like, I'm literally going to go this weekend now. Literally going to go. That's too good. <laughs> yeah. It's, That's too It's good. just funny that I that you can get that meal. And it's also, like, cheap and relatively okay. Like, it's obviously fried and not healthy, but it's good. Yeah. It's it's bang for your buck. Yeah. Like, I... Bang for your buck. When I went, we were on a, like, service spring break trip freshman year, like, we were balling on a budget. They were like, we're stopping for fast food. Y'all are paying. And I was like, let's go. Exactly. Yeah, I I can definitely um, can definitely talk about balling on a budget because when I was in high school, I frequented the Wendy's that was right next to the mall where I worked. And I would pay for four for fours with exact change. We're talking like four twenty five. So I had 17 quarters like ready to go. that's so cute and they would be like 425 and i would literally just like like hold out my palms as if to give an offering but they just had 17 quarters in between their little paws i was just like why did you not have $1 bills i just would like scrounge up change like i would just collect change and that's how i would pay for my meals isn't that so depressing and i tell that's that story, so cute tell it's not story, cute but it's i tell that story my mom was like oh i used to buy you panera and i was like yeah but not like all the time like very very frequently but not all the time right there and, were still you some know, meals in there yeah because i would go to school school started we had to be at school at like 7 30 ish because it started at 7 40 it was 30 minutes away from my house and i did a whole cake face every single day in high school, which I don't understand looking back. So I would get up at like 6 a.m. to get to school, to leave by 7, to get to school by 7.30. Then I'd have a whole school day. I'd get out of school at 2.40. Then I'd go to work right at 3 and work 3 to 9 and then drive the 30 minutes home. So I would do 6 to 9.30 very frequently in high school. Like I was saying, I was saying to somebody the other day, I was like, I could not go back. Like, I could go back and relive a day of college. Like, I definitely could. You could not pay me enough money. You could not pay me a million dollars for me to go back to high school for one day. I... Oh, no. Yeah. I definitely could not relive high school. Like, I was literally mm-hmm. getting, like, two hours of sleep. And for what? Like, I would routinely, like, just scroll through Instagram to, like, 1, 2 a.m. for nothing. Wake up at like 6 50 to leave the house by 7 
to work out before school. And then I would go to practice after, after, like, I was working out twice a day. I was like, how did I have the energy? Like, I was swimming. Like, that, you have to survive swimming. Like, there's no other option. (laughs) Then I look back and I'm like, senior year, I see why I was napping on the floor when I was, like, working out in the morning, per se. Yeah. No, I mean, like, I always talk with my mom and I'm like, no wonder why I was such a bitch in high school because, like, I literally had no – if I had time for myself, that was, like, cool. Like, I was, like, so hyped to be able to go do something. But, like, Monday through Friday, like, I was student council's bitch. I was drama club's bitch. I was tax son's bitch. Like, there was just, like – you know, it was just, like, I didn't have free time. Like, I was either working – or I was doing activities or, you know, dancing or rehearsing for vocal competitions. Like the list did not end. So that's why when we went to DC, I think that I, especially like going from college too, like I still did a lot of college. Um, I didn't just go back and like sit in my dorm room and twiddle my thumbs. I think that a big part of DC was like, okay, I want to keep up that energy. Like I want to keep being involved. I want to keep going to do things. So I think that, you know, going to Red Bear or going to Andy's like anything like that was like to get me out of the apartment especially those days that I was working from home I think that that was a large driving force in like me wanting to get out and do things and like walking to the Capitol at 10 p.m sign me up is it a Monday yes do I work tomorrow yes but who cares exactly it felt like a vacation but it wasn't a vacation in any sense of the word right like we were working we had class. We were working the whole like, time. But, like, there was still one day I was like, can I work from home? And they were like, yeah. I think we had, like, some seminar, like, at 2.30. And I was like, that's really inconvenient. And Addie and I went and got haircuts at Great Clips. And then we went and got queso at Moe's. <laughs> Wait, do you remember that day we went to Dunks because they had some offer or something? We ended up paying full price. You ended up paying full price. It was free cold brew day. Oh. You couldn't sign in that? your account, so you couldn't get the deal because oh. it was only for Duncan Parks members. Yeah, and you know the the, the coffee was shitty. That's Duncan, though. <laughs> it was it's so sad. Shitty, like you can't complain. There are some good co- there are some good Duncans around here. I will say. Well, that's because you're in the but, capital of the capital of Duncan. Yeah, Donuts no, I don't know. That was a horrendous. Oh, God. Oh, I have yet to go to a Dunkin' Donuts down here. There's yep. one at the Noma Metro. Yes, there's also one in the in Union Station. Oh. Too. But it has very weird hours. It's not open until like 10 in the morning. When are people going to like the what? Why? Yeah, that's weird. I remember when I was that's taking weird. a train to go visit my friend in Baltimore, I was like like why why is this not open? It is the morning time. And it's Union Station. That's odd. I know. That's a lot of money they're losing but by then, not like, opening Taco up Bell earlier. Taco Bell is open. Like, explain that, huh? Taco Bell is always open. That is one thing I have learned. Taco Bell was next to my high school job. Routinely, we left at midnight in the summer. Like, it was an ice cream store. We closed at 10. People usually left around 10.30. Like, whatever. That's fine. Taco Bell drive through line? Hop in. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That, yeah. Because once the sun goes down... Less. Like, this is, can you imagine this, like, chart, right? The sun goes down. It's a, it's a, 
a linear slope downward, then the linear slope upwards is the Taco Bell line increasing as the sun goes down. Right. And then, like, yes. yeah. I, I don't understand the hype. Maybe that's just me. I do like myself a Baja Blast. I, I will say. Yeah. I've never been to Taco Bell, agree. and I have now been twice in the three months I've lived in Madison. It's fine. Baja yeah. Blast, very good. Yeah. That's, very good. That's very, very good. Co- that's compelling enough for me to go. I just asked my friends to grab me a Baja Blast when they're there because they all like it. They're like, do oh my you want God. anything? I'm like, yeah, I do. Yes, absolutely. I, I don't know. Like, I just, every single time, like, just like, I just, like, immediately find myself in the bathroom. Like, five minutes after whatever I eat just go straight through me. Straight through me. I mean, yeah, it's not gourmet food. <laughs> what do you expect? Uh, it's the Taco Bell. It's the most gourmet meal you could get anywhere in America. Old Ebbett Grill. Move over, oh. move over, Gordon Ramsay. Old Ebbett Hill. Wait, what is it called? Old, Old Ebbett Grill. Grill. Old Ebbett Grill. Who? A lot. Like they really just put us in an office building lobby and called it part of their restaurant. And you I still actually... have some of the best pasta of my life there. You can actually reserve that part of the restaurant. I was looking at it the other day because what? I was telling a Addie, wedding? I guess, or like a reception of some type. But I was telling Addie that the people who own Clyde's and Old Ebbett and the Hamilton, um, they also own a, like, I guess you could describe it as like a farm in Virginia, like with a bunch of cabins and stuff like that. And you could have a wedding there. And that's like if money was no object and I could have my dream wedding, that's what it would be. In like, I think it's in Fairfax or Falls Church, one of those. Um, so right outside of the DC, like right in the DC metro area, but still like absolutely gorgeous, absolutely beautiful. But then like just for shits and gigs, I looked at how much all the food costs because I was like, oh, you know, probably I, I was like the hors d'oeuvre better like cure cancer for me paying that much like it literally they were so expensive like all of the food was just incredibly well, expensive i mean look at their menu oh god yeah i mean like we ate there pretty frequently just because like we patty and i are of the bougie mindset where if we're gonna spend money on something it better be good all right well so, i took my dad you know, to clyde's in georgetown yeah yeah and he was like this is really good i was like was this not here when you went here? Like, you would never know it's a chain either. The same thing no. with the Hamilton. Well, it's not really, it's not necessarily like a chain. It's more of just like same owners, different establishments kind of thing. I'm trying to figure out like a comparison. But say La Vie, so good. And I think that there's like a distinct decor difference too. The menu is like, you could tell if you lined up all the menus, you could be like, okay, I see some similarities here. The but in terms mignon. of like style, oh God. Oh, Addie, she's talking about the filet mm-hmm. mignon. Are you paying mm-hmm. attention? Oh God. I am. Well, that caught my attention. So She said, back. I'm back in the game. She said, put me in, coach. <laughs> we're talking about the filet mignon from Clyde's. With the Bordelais I gotta sauce. say... Now that we're on the topic of food, I gotta say, I'm a foodie, right? And I've been to a lot. I, I grew up going to restaurants, like, on the weekends with my family. And, you know, I'd say my family likes, you know, pretty, you know, not to 
two I don't know. But you know, they 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 use they like upscale food, I would say. Uh some of the best food of my entire life was in DC. And I don't I've never looked at DC as a food place, right? I don't I don't think anyone really does. No. Oh my god. Oh my god, some of the best food in my life. Well there in was DC. that Uber driver that was like, Oh, you can find any food here because people just like bring it to the embassy for free and we're like, Do you like this? Like recommend it to me. Like the people who come here, like come see us. And he like tried to get us to go to some I think Afghan like restaurant and I like wrote it down and then I accidentally deleted it and it was this whole thing and I was like, dang it, that actually sounded good. And like I was like, there's all this food I can try, which like you don't get in Vermont. Like in Vermont we're yeah. lucky to have a good no, taco not at all. place. Um, yeah. And like that's not like, the Taco Bell. There's not a Taco Bell in Burlington. Really? Yeah, you have to drive a half hour, 45 minutes to St. Albans. And at that rate, you might as well go to Plattsburgh for Chick-fil-A. Wow. That's actually kind of crazy because considering the market of UVM students. But I guess, like, <laughs> the, the, the stereotype is that they're all vegan, correct? Well, I thought you were hitting the stoner stereotype. But like, oh, yeah. that too. That too. But that's what I meant. But then, like, I think that there's also the stereotype of, like, People who go to UVM, yeah, are vegan. Yeah, people like kind of stop being vegan. If I'm going to be honest, because their food isn't that good. They're like, there are options. There are options, but like, not necessarily. I like a good black bean burger. I I will. I I read this in a book on a Barnes and Noble sales shelf one time. I am <laughs> what is the? This is a comedy stop. podcast. I have to make jokes. I describe myself as a flexitarian which basically means like some some meals you eat vegan or vegetarian and then some meals you eat just like you know regular i don't think and i could classify myself as a vegan at all i you know i try to i try to flip like i try to do some you know just you know veggie based stuff but i also think that like you know, ground turkey is really important and, you know, like all these different proteins that I think that it's really important that you do get that because they're so protein-based. Yeah, I know so it I'm sounds stupid. I'm going on a rant. I say I can't be vegan because the only thing I cook for myself is microwave quesadillas and if I add protein to it, it's ground turkey with tacos. You know those um, chicken cordon bleus that you'd have in the freezer? Yeah, the ones... Um, Absolutely awesome. delicious. Those are so Absolutely good. delicious. Absolutely delicious. So good. <laughs> You're ta- you just used the same description for the filet mignon. That's all I gotta say. That's all I got. As you did for the the chicken cordon bleu from Costco. Oh, just delicious. Same, same reaction. If yeah. you play it back, if yeah. you do a little... Yeah. Same reaction. Layer them. Yeah, exactly. Cut to Addy talking about the flame and yon. And I was so. thinking about the the granola bars that you make. Oh, I made some of those recently, actually. Oh, I've been. Me? Yeah, can you send it to me? Like, yeah, actually, I, because I was, literally, I don't know how it came up, but I was just very randomly thinking about them. <laughs> if that tells you what goes on in my brain, I don't. You know, Addy's that's just food motivated. That's what. That's, that's about, about it. Her. 
I have like three things that I think about, well, and one is food. If I had, if I wanted to get you to do something, I had to promise you we would go to Ebenezer's for coffee first. Probably, yeah, probably. Oh my God! Speaking of sounds Ebs, about right. When Addie and I did our little our little tour of the spots, we tried to go on Juneteenth, and it was closed for observation, like observation of oh. the holiday. That's observance i should say and yeah so we then we had to go on tuesday and it or it must have been monday because juneteenth was on sunday it was packed but like there yeah. was like nobody in the basement and we were like we feel so cool like we know about the basement so i, I felt vip i was like move over bitches like i know about the basement huh the basement yeah. Ooh. um Cynthia. What, what experience from DC? Like, if you could take your whole experience and like sum it up with one event, one thing that happened, like how would you encapsulate DC? I think this is niche. I think the most iconic moment was me and Addie sitting in class on the same Zoom because that was what we did, and then we were put in breakout rooms, and it was you and Polina, and then she goes, "Oh no," and cancels the breakout room but you got a live photo of it happening i i have never whipped out my camera so fast in my whole life so basically listener for like context, that was the first of our like friendship i think i think that yes. was the like big catalyst there like so, pushed us from dirty water friends to friends friends exactly so for context we me Cynthia and Addie were all in the same online class that Addie and I mentioned last episode. So since Cynthia and Addie were roommates, they would share the same computer and use just like log into the Zoom. Sometimes. 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 Sometimes they would have if separate Addie laptops. If Addie didn't want to get out of bed, we wouldn't. Exactly. <laughs> oh my god. But anyways, so another one of our classmates, Polina, who I absolutely adore, would always have technical difficulties with her laptop. So she would come down to my room and we would do the same thing and we would use my laptop and it would be the two of us. So our professor was trying to put us into breakout rooms of three and accidentally put, or two or three, and accidentally put the four of us in one breakout room. And I got a photo, the 15 seconds that we were in this breakout room, I got a photo and it is one of my favorites. Like, I think I have it. Yeah. Oh, you can't, no, one, no, no one's going to be able to see though. Yeah. Throw it on but, the Insta. I will. I'll I'll make sure that we put it on there. But yeah, so a very iconic moment. Um, If I go um, back, I will be exploring that playground a little more. I did miss that opportunity. Wasn't that the dog park? Yeah. Swamp Poodle Dog Park. Swamp Poodle. Yeah, we also had a a dog park that we could see from our most of our apartments. We could view this dog park if you were facing the right way. If you could see it from my apartment, you couldn't see it from Cynthia and Addie's. Um. Any 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 other things that you want to add, guys? Oh wait, I have I have. You have the picture. She's showing us the picture. There it is. I'm wearing the same sweater. <laughs> Literally, I no, I loved it shower. because no, because it was like everybody smile. Like I'm totally the mom friend. Like I'm totally the you know I, I you know I say that. that and, I wonder if she did that purposely. No, she did it on accident because she, remember we got like, I had to text you guys and I was like, oh, she must have kicked us out of those breakout rooms because we were not in the same breakout rooms anymore. 
too good. Kids in like 50 years will listen back to this and be like, what's a breakout room? Like, what's a Zoom? COVID online class. Oh my God. We're so traumatized. I'm trying to think of other fond memories of Cynthia and I. There were a lot. Queso Panic was a good one. The haircut was a good one. When Cynthia and I dirty, up, I mean, when Cynthia and I dirty dressed water. up for Halloween as two Boston frat bros. Oh, and people actually were convinced that I was a man. I literally was like, "What?" And oh you could literally gosh. see the giant, the giant bump in my hat because of my hair, and people were still like, "What's up?" Dude? Halloween was a very interesting time in DC. I don't really understand that whole period, but okay. Yeah. Oh, and then we went to the drag show. The drag race? The I literal think, race. No, honestly, I In think that life. that was, I think that that was the catalyst of our friendship. That I, think I think that the week after. I don't remember what you're talking about. The drag, the drag race. Where they run the mile where they the ran down heels. Oh yeah. my God. That was one of the best nights. No, that's what I'm saying. Cause we got, Krispy oh, hands Kreme. down. We got Krispy hands Kreme, down. And then I we walked. that. Yeah, we got Krispy Kreme and then we walked and we went and watched this because our professor had let us out of class early specifically to attend this event and we went and it was awesome. And I think that that was in fact, because we had known each other, we were friendly. Oh yeah, that was one of the best nights. And then I texted you guys and I was like, are you going? I think that was the catalyst. Of course we're going. Yeah, I think that That was was one of the best nights. And that was like yes. what a Tuesday night. Like we had, yeah. we just had so much yeah, fun, so random. all of the time. It was it, it so wasn't enjoyable. To the weekend. No, it wasn't. No, and that's why I think that's why I just have so many great memories. I just want to go back, you know, because I feel like that whole environment was just absolutely, it was just always so fun. Yeah, I think I was a little. I don't know if it was the people or the city or whatever. I don't know, maybe a mixture of both. I, I think I can pinpoint that. I think it was the fact that all of us were like, "Shit, I need to remake friends for like these three months." We were all living in the same building. We all knew no one had other friends, and we were like, "Okay." This is like the 150 people I have to make friends with. We'll see what happens. Yeah, mm-hmm. I agree. I think that it's, I always said that it was like the most fucked up game of Hunger Games ever, putting like 150 poli sci majors in one building and expecting them not to like gossip. And, and one marketing people. major. And a single marketing major. Don't forget the marketing major. Iconic. Absolutely. Absolutely. I, I just thought that that was so sick and twisted. I was like, this is like a this is like a social experiment. Like I always was like, where's the cameras? Are we getting are we getting pranked? Huh? They're in the elevator. Yeah, exactly. They're down at the front desk. You're right. Yeah. Like, what wh- are we on? What would you do? Like, I'm like, what? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> like the state it's of Massachusetts basically simulation. paid for me to go here. No, that's what I thought. I was like, this is literally so so messed up. That I can't even think of, like, like there was just everybody just knew everything that was going on with everybody else at all times. Like there was no no such thing. It as didn't help people. that we also had what? How many people on our floor, Cynthia? We had Jules. Oh, I don't. Should we not name people? I mean, we had we had most of who we hung out with on our floor. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, most of them. And everyone else was on Rachel's floor. And then it, it, first floor. And the first floor too. Yeah. Yeah. Like a few people. Yeah. Second and okay. Third, don't know them. Yeah, I know. Seriously, what, what about those? I think one was. Um, floor? I heard that. I heard that one floor. I don't know if it was the second or the fifth floor. It was dedicated to like international students, or but that doesn't make sense because 
Oh wait, no. That makes a lot um, of sense. Yeah, it does make sense because I was thinking, um, what's her name is on is on the fifth floor. Priscilla. Mm-hmm. Priscilla. Love her. Yeah. All right, her. ladies. Well, that concludes our conversation about Washington D.C. food, of course. And we somehow segued into ex-girlfriends still because that's that's how we roll with Addie on this show. <laughs> I stopped myself. Yes, you did. You did. She was. Did you notice I? I have did. really good self-control. She did. She did. She did end up. I usually well. don't, and Cynthia knows that. But I. <laughs> she just starts sobbing, like <laughs> just here in the background. Alrighty, well, that wraps it up for the second episode of Getting Off Topic. Please follow us and listen to us on wherever you get your podcasts now that we're officially on literally too many platforms that I can't even think of them off the top of my head. Spotify, we're on Anchor, we're on Amazon Podcasts, we're on Apple Podcasts. So please follow us, give us five stars. We would absolutely love that. And we will uh be seeing you guys in a couple weeks thank you so much for listening and thank you so much to cynthia for being an amazing first guest and like i said last episode it can only go downhill from here so stay tuned and we will talk with you soon bye everybody